0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to GagCast, a podcast all about RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm your host, Jocelyn. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, Richard. Richard, how's it going, man?
1: Guten Tag. Ich bin gut. Ich bin here to talk about uh, the Drag Race on a bit of a time limit, because Jocelyn needs to go to the movies in about 40 minutes. So,
0: <laughs> Why are what... you German?
1: <laughs> no. What movie will you be watching today?
0: uh a quiet place the uh the horror with jim from the office which apparently he oh. directed and is like 97 percent on rotten tomatoes so i'm very excited but that's not what okay. we're here to talk about we are here to no. talk about episode three of season 10 of rupaul's drag race episode tap that app <laughs> so i just before we dive too deep into this episode was i the only one that noticed that Ru seemed really off this week he had like <laughs> no energy no enthusiasm his voice wasn't really there like I really think that he's sick I just hope it's nothing too serious because that was not my roof
1: (laughs) so they they do all this stuff in advance and they bring it out in episode. so he's not dead so he must (laughs) I think it's safe to say he'll get he'll he'll recover but yeah he did he was a bit like being back My girls! Yes! He was like
0: channeling old man Rue instead of like normal, awesome, vivacious Rue.
1: An app for the young kids. It's very (laughs) cool nowadays. But yeah, no, he wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't his self. You could tell just by like the end of his sentences, the dialect sort of just trailed off a bit.
0: Well, and even with like cuz you get so used to hearing him the same week in and week out, right? And all this like yeah. he just he says things much the same as I always introduce my podcasts all exactly the same way. It's just like when you say something enough times, you get this like vocal speaking pattern and mm. his was Yeah, just like I'm noticeably off.
1: <laughs> I I talk in a droll monotone. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
0: but you have an accent so it's okay it balances out
1: <laughs> it helps yes get an accent if you want to get laid that's my hot hot take okay shall we move shall we move on we are on a time limit we've already segued i'm already rambling uh <laughs>
0: it's perfect so this <laughs> week we had uh people coming in from calories elimination so we got like the Oh, kind of goodness. Thoughts from Eureka and some of the other girls, including, mm-hmm. like, Vixen, got to be like, uh, mm-hmm. oh, I'm Vixen.
1: <laughs> I'm just here to fight, okay? It's just my personality, and if you can't handle that, fuck you. Yeah. What?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she, uh, yeah, she did that whole, like, well, obviously I trusted you because I trust me, and I was just like, oh,
1: Oh, yeah.
0: I've had enough of you. Just go home I- already. <laughs>
1: I like your attitudes and I respect you as people, but I only do that because I know I picked the right people and I'm an omnipotent goddess. you know it's very um she's she's just trying to start fights at this point uh, out of like nothing and we see that continue on all the way through to untuck
0: oh my god it is such a theme. Yeah. it's ridiculous it's a and theme. I, am, I am so sick of it already and i'm and so I know- i'm still
1: not happy i'm still not happy she won last week's competition because she came out wearing like a dress so papery you know, babina brown would like wear it as a mask you know <laughs> i'm so i'm not happy about that i'm not happy with her
0: yeah and i'm so surprised like and i mean it carried through the whole entire episode because she ended up getting into it with aquaria like talking about how like and i I totally understand Aquaria's point saying like look it was supposed to be your best drag look and you borrowed someone else's like come on even if it was just the wig it's still like were you not prepared like why did you feel the need to use somebody else's and and i understand aquaria's point and that just set off the whole episode right because then it just seemed like it was yeah. constant vixen aquaria vixen aquaria man. this is
1: yeah it's like the avengers of rupaul right now you have a definite line between <laughs> like uh the vixen evil tony stark and uh aquaria as um
0: captain america
1: shield shield boy <laughs> where he's called
0: shield boy. <laughs> i
1: haven't watched many of the movies uh, oh some my movie.
0: god Richard, what are you doing?
1: (laughs) Playing Factorio most of the time, unfortunately.
0: So our mini challenge this week had to do with chocolate, and the whole idea was... Chocolate! What?!
1: Cocklet? Did you say cocklet?
0: No, I said chocolate. Are you, you just sure you didn't just say cocklet?
1: <laughs> oh god, it's it's the demons oh, again. Oh god, I'm mishearing. Oh, I <laughs> <continue>. so <laughs> the
0: whole idea was that the queens had to get into quick drag and then act like they were, like fresh on the scene to la looking for acting jobs and
1: yeah some of casting them... couch style
0: yeah i didn't want to say that because that has such a negative like, connotation already, although it's always had negative connotations chocolate.
1: so <laughs> cocklet casting
0: couch baby. yeah <laughs> <laughs> the cocklet casting couch oh my god wow so yeah, we had the the queens all took a turn at taking direction from Rue. And I've gotta say, like the direction that Rue was giving was fucking hilarious. I was losing my <laughs> mind. And some of the queens did a good job and just ran with it. And some of the other queens were like watching paint dry. So I I mean, I'll give this to Vixen when she had to bark a sentence like to they're basically like explain in by barking how great the chocolate was that was funny i'll give that (laughs) to her because i was laughing there was uh that one and then i can't remember who it was who had to um talk about the chocolate with their mouth full of the chocolate but that was really funny too um Mm. obviously not enough to stand out and make me actually remember who it was but Who, who
1: who won again i can't even remember
0: uh so the people who won it was such the a ones... shit
1: challenge it was I apologize. yeah it was, it a really was such tough... a forgettable I it challenge was stupid
0: uh but yeah so we had uh the three team leaders won so uh it was blair Monique uh, yes. and um asia right no yeah, asia I, I... wasn't her leader uh blair monique and oh monet right yeah Yes, because uh, I thought that Blair Blair's tap dancing was really funny, especially yeah, once like Rue was like, faster, faster, faster. Like <laughs> the, yeah. the look on her face is just so funny. Like I, I do find Blair, because she was really funny in the uh, main challenge this week too. I do hmm. find she, is, she has a lot of really good. Comedic She's growing. Timing. Yeah.
1: She's growing. She's definitely, she came into this competition very nervous and very uh recluse i'd say and now she's sort of just uh
0: very nicely pacing
1: yeah but in a nice a nice pacing that we've seen in previous seasons like with um Shichi devane for example Mm. is like a great example of someone who kind of they they brought in their original style and then they sort of grew and -hmm. she's taken on challenges quite well so i'm i'm enjoying blair
0: yeah. And then I liked uh, Monique as well. I thought she was I thought she was pretty funny. She did see yes. um, like I, what was it like a British type accent. But then then Rue was like, that's the worst Jamaican accent I've ever heard. <laughs> like it was. Yeah. And just the way like that she she went about. I thought she did a really good job. But I do not know why Monet won because <laughs> her stupid Irish <laughs> thing was so dumb. Like so, so dumb to the point that the first time through watching the episode, I actually started to watch her segment, and I got up and left to get a drink because so I was like, "This is boring and stupid. I don't need to watch this." And then I had to watch it back because Rue was like, "Monet wins." I was like, "What did I miss?" Turns out nothing. It was just really wins. bad.
1: <laughs> like it's like a fa- if I in-game announcer. Monet <laughs> wins. <laughs> um I mean, I liked her because, you know, I'm I'm a vehement racist and anything to do with making fun of the Irish I find appeasing.
0: Well, but she wasn't even really making fun of the I'm Irish. Joking, she was by just the way. being and, and I am Irish, so fuck you. But <laughs> <laughs> I just find that like her like she didn't even do anything like i she didn't put on a funny accent she didn't do any of the
1: The, the, the irish irish did it for me the irish jig and she just sort of did like a like a a bronx titty bounce yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) that's 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 why i i enjoyed it i think the Millie challenge it was very it was very much a fun little thing that didn't matter at all just like team captain so i'm not (laughs) <laughs> I'm not reading too much into it because the challenge was terrible. Ruth sounded like he was going to die, and um, it was so out of the blue and unstructured that I think it's li- it was literally just a fun a more fun way than just like picking the short straw of yeah. who's team captain uh, you know? exactly.
0: i and I, and I see that. and sometimes the mini challenges fall short. Sometimes they're epic. So this week's was just a little bit, meh. I'm sure something better will come along next week but that led into the main challenge mm-hmm. which was making commercials for hilarious dating apps yeah, and so this is great <laughs> each of our winners so Blair Monique and Monet all got to choose their teams and i really don't understand why eureka got picked before mayhem why do people keep not picking I know, mayhem what the fuck what the and fuck now it spoilers might be, I feel she, like... she
1: was she was in the bottom two for this episode, right? And I'm sorry, she was. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I That's have a very okay. strong, very strong thing here. Um, she's always been picked last. I don't know why. I think out of all the queens, she's done consistently quite well until this episode at the very end. You know? And it was during this challenge where she was picked last. I mean, we, we can talk about a lot about her later and how she's kind of you didn't she didn't speak up for herself, which is a shame. But
0: yeah, I don't and- get it. i I don't get it why she's
1: always picked last
0: because uh, the thing is i mean it's a tv show in the end right so i'm sure that there is a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes that we don't get to see and i feel like yuha because they yuha was the one who was actually picked very last so not actually picked at all this week and i did not see that coming at all because we haven't seen yuha on camera a whole lot and yet the girls seemed to know that she was going to be super annoying and not well, that creative and all that. So I think it comes from them all spending time together. And then after we saw Mayhem yes. not assert herself and, you know, not really. I mean, even Cameron, who I would say has been shown so far to be a little bit more reserved and doesn't seem to interact too much with the other girls. Um, yeah i think that you know even he really stepped it up and was like and like wrote out a whole bunch of lines and stuff which were way funnier when he said them in the workroom than <laughs> when she actually yeah. got up there in drag in the commercial but that's getting so a little try. bit ahead of ourselves too but you know what i mean like we're we're shown a, su- a certain side of the competitors and it may not actually be the whole story so i think I feel like maybe the girls understand that Mayhem isn't as assertive and even if she is creative, she she's a little bit introverted, I think.
1: Yes. Oh yeah. So, it's no it's it's no surprise to me how it ended out because Yuha to me does come across as like uh, me, me I'm doing my thing and it's better than yours. And if you criticize me, I'll clap back. I know that, so I know why there might be reserved. And mayhem to me or what she does come across as introvert and she's incredibly emotional about being here so i think the girls see that as potentially uh, a weakness in her and we see that later on yeah but as well the tv show is a week of this drag competition condensed down into an hour Mm. uh, which is longer than previous seasons as well which again is fantastic thank you well (laughs)
0: <laughs> well wow, present Thank yeah you. between i can't believe it's like i'm literally spending an hour and a half every week now watching drag race when it used to be like 40 minutes so this is perfect but yeah. um yeah so we uh also the vixen was was in the bottom three in terms of of team choices, and I, that oh, yeah. surprise me at all. Nobody wants to work with her. She's a bitch.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then some of them, like the people, people don't even compliment. It. They like hastily compliment her just to make sure they're out of the fire, line, firing yeah, like firing line. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, I,
1: I I appreciate how confident you are.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> please <That's laughs> don't look at me. <laughs> yeah. Please
1: at don't attack me. Yeah. Um And then and then she, when she doesn't get turned, she goes, "Thanks for choosing me, guys." I'm like yeah. uh go home, you paper mache twat. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, Vixen's just a bitch is like pretty much the name of this entire episode, mm-hmm. I think. Um I enjoy aspects of her. I don't hate her. Um, I think she brings something to the TV show. She's just a bitch, and I, I like I I I dislike pretty much all the personality traits, but I have enjoyed watching her, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I think um, uh, I very much enjoy, like, it's it's really funny. Her ability to do makeup almost makes her look like a totally different person. Like, when you yes. see her totally out of drag, her eyes are really far apart. She's a very wide nose. And then you see her in drag, and it's just like, I don't even understand how you fixed those things to make your face <laughs> look the way it looks. I don't, like, <laughs> I barely recognize you when you're in drag because she's so good mm. at makeup. Like, I can recognize That's very girl. true. And I feel like uh, and we're going to talk about her runway later on, but I feel like her fashion sense is also like I, I really did like her, you know, the first thing she wore when she walked into the workroom, even though it like it was very pop arty and I, I really liked it. I thought it was super draggy and I, I enjoyed she's, it. So. She,
1: she said that's like that's her shtick, though, like she's she I do agree. Her sense of fashion and stuff is quite strong.
0: Mm hmm. So
1: I like think she she'll can be in take the series for a like while. Like she did
0: this week with like uh, feathers and peacock. And she can turn that into something that looks really fashionable and very pretty. So, I mean, yeah, I, I, I like peacocks because got... the
1: males are so fucking fierce. <laughs> yeah, I exactly.
0: Coin. So like I, I understood, like I think that she visually I think she's very pleasing. But then she opens her mouth and I'm like, just leave the competition already, please. Like her personality <laughs> is so just, awful.
1: <laughs> just cease yeah
0: just just, stop (laughs) um oh man i also um i mean we saw a lot of monique this week being super over the top and pushy and worried about constantly being safe and I i understand that i i do understand but at the same time there are still so many girls in the competition that like literally 90 percent of you are going to be safe there's going to be one winner a whole bunch of safe queens like literally 10 of you and then two people lip syncing so i mean like the chances are you're going to be safe like i don't think being safe you're not at the point in the competition where you should be upset about being safe like yes everyone wants to win and you should be pushing yourself but come on like also yeah. being safe at this point in the competition is not a bad thing like especially like knowing that you're a strong competitor because she keeps it oh my card dress and this that and i wore two costumes last week which i mean we agreed was a oh, I mean, stupid decision yeah, you, she looked you, like you she wore, deserved to, yeah she wore the corpse
1: of the cookie monster yeah. like i don't care <laughs> how many layers you She's, use yeah <laughs> okay. so
0: I mean looked she, weird. she did look weird and I think that she's got a little bit of an overinflated sense of herself but
1: she's she's, she's incredibly still, prideful
0: she's still strong though like she she yes she's a strong competitor so but I, I think that the ones that are safe should be happy that they're safe and the time when you start to worry about it is when like There's one winner and, you know, five or six queens who are safe. Like, you just still give it a couple of weeks because, like, as long as there's still room to be safe, I think you just don't worry about it. So Monique's whole thing this week was just, like, way over the top for me because... She's just
1: upset because she's not winning, like, the $7 gift cards from Amazon for winning, (laughs) right? That's... <laughs> that's about it but yeah moving on to the actual commercial stuff um my favorite part of it was the asia o'hara face during the um god what was it called
0: butter end of days
1: end of days wasn't it oh no, no end, of, end, of uh, was, uh, yes. end of days was uh end of days she weird. was saying I didn't do a nose she yeah. was anyone didn't do a nose oh, i'm so happy about it asia asia's really grown on me I must yeah, say. she's
0: she's growing on me too. I feel like she's making me remember her for good reasons as opposed yes. to bad reasons. And exactly. I, and like, I
1: like her attitude as well.
0: Yeah, she does. She has a very good attitude. She tends to kind of stay out of the drama, keep her nose to the grindstone and get things done, which I think is good. Um <laughs> <Nice>. that- <laughs> okay can we talk about the noses for a second because what the fuck was up with aquarius face why did you put three noses on your face just the one super long pinocchio nose would have been plenty like yuha went not enough nose and aquaria went way too many noses like why why
1: (laughs) yeah i think uh, going back to asia ohara i think she had like the perfect ugly face because it wasn't like anything that was it was just to do with makeup and stuff that was over the top. It wasn't like prosthetic things like attachments that you could tell what they would have faked. They would, she was using her makeup skills to make her look like uh, a Neanderthal. Well,
0: Asia, <laughs> you
1: know? she
0: did put a she did put a fake nose on, but it was uh, then she put like some can on her remember face it. and then like it wasn't the nose that she put on wasn't crazy like Aquaria's. it was like a it was a little bit smaller and had a couple warts on it and stuff but it wasn't uh mm. yeah she was where the only one who didn't wear the fake nose was yuha I'd, and i'd uh, say well I'd and say i aquarius, guess um
1: aquarius just over the top
0: yeah right? but then like Into i like what aquaria did with like the the one side of her eye makeup was droopy and like i mean i felt like that would have been plenty but i mean like i said there's so many queens still in the competition that doing things like that it's just like as long as you're safe we're not going to get a critique because i feel like if she had actually been critiqued they would have been like what the fuck are you doing like (laughs) that that was like way over the top but because she was safe we didn't get to hear the judges critiques of her which is kind of too bad because uh, aquaria is another one that i i quite liked her runway look so i Mm. this is the part about early on in the season that i really would like i can't wait till we get to the point where there's um so few queens left that we get to see critics of all of them
1: yeah same i i, I that's my favorite part is the ends because yes. you remember them so vividly as well um for me seeing you just flunk so hard in both the preparation for this app and yes. also her performance in the app uh i i was like 99 percent sure you're going home well, yeah I, they made yeah, it very given... clear
0: like she didn't get a very flattering cut at all in this episode if there even was she... a flattering cut to be had
1: yeah was, was she flattering though that's the question yeah you know um maybe you should do a nose stop yelling at me <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god just one word at a time okay jesus i'm so stressed right now and there's, <laughs> it's just you could tell she doesn't get along with people in a competition environment
0: yeah well i mean she either didn't understand or didn't agree with the direction that her team was taking and she was more worried about looking pretty than she was the rules of the competition and i think this is a mistake that quite a lot of the queens make right is they're like oh well my job is to look ugly i don't want to look ugly so i'm going to look pretty and then just like yeah try to... she still
1: looked pretty she yeah looked exactly pretty. and that
0: was the problem and that's what the judges said to her is you know you were ugliness. supposed to be in like ugly and you just put dots on your face which i've also got to say i thought was totally shade at dusty oh crap yeah. Like i'm just gonna be ugly and i'm gonna yeah. put dots on my face i was like whoa why is dusty not calling her out for that comment
1: <laughs> yeah i mean honestly the thing about this app was it, it was it was all about individual people, which I was happy for. I mean, yeah, the Blair St. Clair team coming out. Serves. Yeah, same. The Blair Saint Blair St. Clair coming out. I knew from the moment she came out and said, um, Michelle Visage is like a dog. She can smell fear. So we came out with smiles. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, you guys are you guys understand. Yeah. <laughs> like you've got you've got a really good idea. They worked really well together, even with the fucking Vixen. Who, yeah,
0: they had. I okay, challenge,
1: was, just sort of stepped down a bit, and I respected that. Yeah, she didn't it was overstep the bounds at all.
0: Vixen, Eureka, Eureka, and Cracker all in the same group, yeah. and somehow that worked. I was shocked.
1: <laughs> well, they've all. I think they're all quite malleable. Do mm. you get what I mean? Like they all dressed up for the part. They all took their criticisms really well.
0: Yes, and yeah, like and you're right. They board. grew, like yeah. they. they they got direction. They took it, and then they moved forward. So yeah, that team was way like head and shoulders <laughs> above the other two. The other two oh, commercials yeah. were awful. Holy crap! But yeah, you're right. Blair's team w- was really, really solid. Um, anyway,
1: um, there's there's some there's some dressing room stuff which i think we'll get to later with the whole vixen aquaria stuff but it, it really yeah sparks i think we might as well, uh,
0: we could talk about vixen and aquaria save in it, Un- it till in untucked. untucked yeah because there was a lot more but- that was said in untucked that i think is important to cover but um yeah. we also did get a little bit more of an insight into uh blair and dusty specifically and i mm. thought it was really interesting because you don't often see the queens talk about religion too much or talk about i mean we sometimes get like one episode a season if there's a particularly hard-hitting or interesting story then we'll get to see some of their background but generally they don't talk too much about um, religion specifically we often get their coming out stories but it was interesting to see um it's um,
1: america you know it's very religion is it's not part of the law but it kind of is you know, yeah, like it's very heavily influenced by religion in the places founded on uh, a lot of like Christian uh, immigrants, you know. Yes. So it's 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 touchy over there. I understand.
0: Yeah, very understand. much so. I get and it. I gets it. It was interesting to see Blair and I forget who it might. Was it?
1: Dusty Ray Bottoms, wasn't
0: it? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm thinking about I think it was Monet who mentioned how she's still part of the church and, you know, oh, the yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. So like, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. interesting to see kind of the difference there. And that totally contrasted with Dusty's story, which was basically like pray out the gay, which is <clears throat> so like, I mean, watching dusty talk about just the upbringing and the way the parents and the, Oh my God, everything was just like, I, I couldn't believe that story. Like, i can't believe and i know obviously as you know not a gay man <laughs> that mm. it's it's the kind of thing uh, it, i get the same thing about like racism right it's
1: i'm neither a gay or a man
0: <laughs> like, well exactly like, i'm i understand like i am a I am i'm a white girl i get it like you know i don't have You're any a pixie
1: Look at your picture, you're a pixie. Come on, I'm a a dog, you're a pixie. A pixie's like a magical fairy tale creature. Oh, okay, I didn't know if that
0: was, like, another gay word. I didn't know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Twink bear pixie. Yeah, that's the three. We'll start
0: start some new terminology here. But, um, yeah, so I mean, like, I understand that I, these are not things that I'm going to be exposed to in my daily life. Well, not um, on a personal
1: level, right? No,
0: exactly. So it's, it's the kind of thing where I go, are you kidding me? It's 2018. Even if you are, you know, like in your 30s or 40s, like even I would think in the year like 2000, which was almost 20 years ago now, like... I can't believe that that stuff was still happening, and it is. It was. It is, and it, that's crazy. It still
1: to me. does. Yeah, I imagine. And my take on it is like I never had an issue with it. um My mum was this is how it came out, right? Okay, I was driving to work with my mum, and I just sort of turned to her when I was parking, went, "My mum gay," and she went, "Yeah, I know."
0: <laughs> well, was And
1: then say- she went, "Are you going to adopt?" <laughs>
0: All she cares about is being a grandma. Somehow, that's adorable. Yeah, we'll, <laughs>
1: will the bloodline continue?
0: So, um, so, yeah, that's what. Yeah. Like, I kind of wanted your opinion on this because, I mean, mm. your now my
1: dad. Right, my dad was the one who I didn't even tell. It was my brother and my sister who ended up telling him because my dad is. Wow, well, how much language can we use on this show? As again? much as you
0: want. It's explicit. It, you go for it.
1: He's a little bit of a cunt.
0: There I think that's know. fair to say. I, if you say it on the show, it is for sure allowed to be said oh, on the show. Oh yeah, Miss
1: Fangie. Yeah. Oh, Miss Fangie, what are you giving? You know, I'm doing Barbie dolls, give me a little bit of kin. And I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> um, but yeah, my dad, my dad uh basically like kind of abandoned our family, then came back and later just thinking it was fine. So when I eventually ended up trying to um sort of heal that relationship with him. I always joke because me and my brother are both gay and we're, like, basically opposite ends of the spectrum, <laughs> if that makes sense. So yeah. my brother's quite effeminate, does a lot of dancing. We talk very differently. Wait, effeminate um,
0: is the opposite end of the spectrum?
1: <laughs> Feminate? Uh, did I say the wrong thing? <laughs> he, he's... He's feminine. Feminiminum
0: yeah and that's like i mean that's why i'm so confused because like i (laughs) i just feel like some of the like things that you say to me sometimes like i that i can't believe that there is a more feminine version of you out there (laughs) i am
1: not feminine at (laughs) all Uh, I just, I just like pretty things.
0: <laughs> See? I think okay. it's because of all of our, like, clothing and transmog conversations. It's because,
1: you know, I'm a female orc.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe that's it, too. Yeah, you use female <laughs> avatars in video games, so I just, yeah. and you love Drag Race, so I just assumed, I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: nah, no, nah, it's all good. I, I, I look like a rugby player. <laughs> I walk like a rugby player. I smell like a rugby player. Um, <laughs> But yeah, um, I I I told my dad, like, uh, uh, you know, both of us are gay, right? And he went, yeah. And I'm like, it's kind of what you deserve. (laughs) That's what I (laughs) told him. Um, But yeah, like, I don't have a relationship with my dad anymore. But I do get it. I was always apprehensive about telling my dad. But that was more to do with him being... um,
0: Absent, as opposed to... His his
1: actions while in the family uh, are enough to get him in jail, shall we say. (laughs) Yeah. He's not he's not he's not a good guy yeah um as dusty ray bottoms parents uh are they like abuses to him as a person or are they abuses to him because of their religious values and dusty being gay i don't know but what i do know is in very religious communities um being anything from the norm that is preached is will just wipe away any family ties or any sense of sort of human decency when treating other people you know even if it is some like your son you know yeah which is why like his
0: story was was just awful to listen to yeah i mean
1: fuck they were like oh they put me in like a gay camp to make me straight and i'm like
0: yeah it's not 1945 what the fuck people have tried this camp
1: shit before they've tried changing people doesn't work it's like the whole um, vice president electroshock therapy. Yeah. Mike Zap the Traps Pence, I believe, was his <laughs> code name. <laughs> it's a yeah. fun name. Um, but, um, yeah, you know, it's... it's it's I'm very glad, especially now that the show is given to a wider audience, just that you see that this is how some people are treated. I've been very fortunate that out of all the issues in my life, being gay has not been anything of a hindrance. Good. In fact, it's been... It's been quite an advantage, I'd say, being <laughs> uh being of the homosex, honestly. Because, um, yeah, like I don't know, it's I'm I'm very glad he talked about it and it makes me like him more than I did last episode. And I also like Blair's dichotomy because you see that it's just it's just down to people. Um
0: well, and, Yes, because Blair's yeah. story basically was that she's very close with her family and her parents are supportive. Her mom is her biggest fan. And whereas I love Blair, she's the best drag queen t shirts like and they're still super religious. So, you know, you're right. Mm. It does. It totally comes down it's, to the people. It's, it's almost good and bad in everything.
1: Yeah, it's it's almost like, you know, you love your family over everything else, which is an issue I had in my family, especially with my sister now. Um, and my dad, you know, so I, I come, I come from a broken family, but being gay has never been an issue. Yeah. Whereas, you know, you have people who come from a fantastic family and then the gay stuff is an issue because of their ideologies or because of their religion. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, it's still, you can still be legally killed for being gay. And I believe seven countries Jesus. and all seven of those are countries where religion has power. At least on the same level as the law,
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know. Thankfully, it's it's changing over time. But you know, I I wouldn't openly go around in, you know, some of those countries because I might get thrown off a building. That would not be fun. I don't have an bad, I don't have a parachute attachment. Um,
0: Haven't unlocked that <laughs> <that's, perk> yet.
1: <laughs> no, it just reminds me of a great joke Trixie Mattel did saying, "Hi, I'm the secret gay boy brand in Saudi Arabia called Between a Rock and a Hard Place." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's that's the thing though. Like I'm making fun of it because um that's how I deal with stuff. Mm-hmm. Um it is quite serious though. But yeah, yeah, it's I think honestly this is the most important part of the entire episode, was just hearing the backstories and like dichotomy between um supported religious families and unsupported religious families.
0: Because yeah, it I isn't
1: sorry, it isn't a, it isn't something that would go like, you know, it it all depends on the person, honestly, because like there's nothing in the bible as far as i know about tucking being a sin (laughs) as far as i know i have not read the bible so i think it is honestly just down to people
0: it is it is It's people and and interpretations and uh
1: yeah yeah treating people below you because of differences has been a human issue for quite some time now
0: exactly i am very very glad that dusty's story did end with him finding a partner having a fiance he's got a holly now oh, it all yeah, worked right? out <laughs> and it's, it's so funny because like ever since you mentioned the whole sideshow bob thing with dusty yeah. I, like, I can't look at him the same way but when he had like in the picture of him and his fiance and then like when he had the stocking cap on before he put his wig on i was like Damn, without that crazy curly red hair, you're a hottie. Yeah.
1: Without the serial killer hair. I'd fuck <laughs>
0: yeah, you. exactly. It's like, you know, I've been all about Cameron, but maybe, maybe I need to be some dusty. So I mean, yeah. Why like... not both? <laughs> yeah, why not both? Yes. Okay. We're
1: at an age in our society now with polygamy. Where
0: I can just have both. both. I like this. I like Yeah, this. I can be um... greedy. It's fine. <laughs> so the theme of the runway this week was feathers. And i've got to say colored contacts what was going on with that this week because colored contacts are like bodysuits 2.0 everyone was (laughs) doing them this week we literally had six queens wearing colored contacts
1: stop i think it's because dumb (laughs) it's because birds have eye colors that we don't have as humans unless you're really fucking special and something went Hell, hella I don't wrong think in the you womb, Needed
0: to pretend but... you were a bird. I think you just needed yeah. to have some feathers in your outfit, and some of them took it way too far, and they looked the one really the, bad.
1: the The I one I remember the most was Miss Mayhem Miller because it looked like she'd, you know, she'd 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 been on on the pipe for about three days and forgotten <laughs> to eat. Her pupils were so like frozen.
0: Yes, exactly. Well, because hers were like white. And I felt like I mean, eureka's were okay because they were like yellowy, and so they weren't. I didn't. As... I
1: didn't notice them.
0: Yeah. Well, and see, this is like some of them were more subtle than others, but I just, I just don't understand. I wish they would stop doing it. Mayhem was was the worst, but uh, yes. yeah, there there were well, six, she, of she was as, the bottom, six of them. Six so. of them that I obviously counted as having a different eye color than they do when they're just sitting around out of drag. So. Six was what I counted, but there could have I, been more that I missed. I don't know. <laughs> it wasn't
1: an issue for me because the only time I noticed it as being a negative side to the drag for me personally was mayhem because it just seemed to almost just like stick out like a sore thumb yeah. to me. I didn't really understand it. I think she needed more stuff on her face.
0: Yeah, um, I didn't understand the the choice of doing the anyway, white contacts either. So. To
1: save time, shall we do a quick fire round of our opinions on the drag queens? In sure. in the order we've written them down on on the gagcast Google Sheets.
0: <laughs> yeah, so first up we had Blair, and I liked Blair's look. It was funny though when they were doing the uh, you know how they say coming up and they give you like yeah. the previews and stuff. As soon as they talked about it looking a little bit crafty, I was like, oh, I bet that's Blair's dress.
1: Because
0: <laughs> I mean, you saw her in the workroom gluing the feathers on and. It is what it is. I thought that the dress was really pretty, but the back of the gown, like I don't know if she like missed an eye hook or something, but like even the zipper was a little bit undone. And I was like, mm, you don't look as polished as, you, polished as you could. So I can see Michelle's comment there. But overall, yep. I thought she looked very pretty.
1: She looks very pretty. I was getting Marilyn Monroe vibes mixed with like a, a goose, which <laughs> was nice. It was like a, it was like a glam. She was glamour goose.
0: Yes, um, a glamour goose i
1: love it <laughs> <laughs> um, um was it and was it good enough to be in one of the tops no was it bad enough to be put in the bottom in my opinion no so i was happy with it
0: yeah so she was wasn't, she was wasn't safe. blown away but yeah. i've really
1: been enjoying Blair. she's really um grown on me like quite a lot
0: yeah and then we had cracker uh, come out and i was surprised because she was super serious she took this not only the challenge very seriously or the runway theme, but then even the story that she had behind it, she's like, it had a story about a friend that died and, and uh, a bird that started oh, laying.
1: I didn't, re- I didn't remember that.
0: Oh I just no. Heard. Yeah. That's what it is. Like she came out and she's like, I'm not playing a character this week. Uh, my friend died. And then that same day, oh, a bird shit. built a nest on my windowsill or something, a bluebird. And so I'm, this is my tribute to him. And, you know, it's about new life, not death and blah, blah. Like she was super serious this week. I'm surprised you missed it because it was very out of character for her.
1: She's always had a story behind her. Outfits, that's very though, true. That's, what, that's yeah. what I like about it. But no, I, I, she's I mean, growing
0: on me. I didn't like her when she first came in. I was like, who is this bitch and what is she doing? But she's very much grown on me. She's been one pineapple? of my favorites.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, no, same. Um, she's. She's different. She, I, I, she's she's my Sasha Valora of this season, mm. given her outfits and stuff. Oh, going I back just 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 a little bit to the previous <laughs> thing about like family stuff. One of my favorite things at the end is in the final episode seeing the family members. Like mm. how much I loved seeing the whole Papa Valor thing. <laughs> you know, yeah. that was great. But um, yeah, Miss Cracker for me, um, I really really liked it. It was, I, obviously, I didn't hear the backstory. So I just were like, oh, it's a castaway sort of third thing. Maybe like, you know, you know, the whole castaway, like Pirates of the Caribbean, or oh, the ship collapsed, oh, we're drowning, oh, I woke up on a beach, oh, all I've got is these fucking twigs now. I guess we'll make a skirt.
0: <laughs> um, wow, it took you a long time to get to that. <laughs>
1: yeah anyway.
0: I, th- I bet you were trying to figure out that whole beach backstory while she was telling you the actual backstory yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were That's just exactly off in happening. your own world making up the story for miss cracker i love it i'm
1: a i'm a simple person <laughs> and i have you're an easily very,
0: distracted person
1: <laughs> i'm easily distracted i'm incredibly easily entertained i yeah. played a shadow priest for nine years in world of warcraft <laughs> that requires some sort of like brain deficiencies to enjoy that for that long <laughs>
0: Uh, next up, we had Eureka, who was our bottom queen from last week. She actually mm-hmm. did step it up this week. I was very, she was so put together. I thought she looked great. I'm
1: very happy. I'm I even liked happy. her hair,
0: which I know you didn't love, but I, I actually, I, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it, it was different. It wasn't just I felt more it, the same of Eureka, which I feel like we've seen a lot of the same when it comes I to I think it works really
1: well with the character, where she was kind of like pro-Ursula.
0: Yeah, it's just total a, Ursula vibes.
1: I loved it i loved the entire outfit it just i didn't feel it worked but that's totally a personal opinion of fashion for me right in terms of her character and how it worked with her entire silhouette it was amazing
0: silhouette yeah that's a really good point to make i think she had a much better body this week than i think she has previously and i think she's a a
1: big girl she is a big girl
0: but i think that you know there are ways to dress up a big girl properly I, and a body she suit's took advantage not one of them. <laughs>
1: yeah she <laughs> took advantage of what eureka is where yeah. her thing is like i'm a big girl i'm gonna eat you yeah you know she and took she real did, advantage she of she that
0: commanded that this this yeah w- so I, I love the I crow loved on the
1: on the ring as well. Yes, that
0: was, that was see that was a that was very well done when it comes. To that was a well done crow prop. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> and uh, you know, like we'll talk about the ripoff a little bit later on. But
1: oh
0: yeah. Uh, next up we had Vixen who came out. We talked a little bit earlier on in the episode. Uh, her choice of a peacock dress, I liked it a lot. Except, oh I my really god, liked it. I understand now why she had to borrow a wig because her wigs are awful (laughs) like yeah oh man it just looked like burnt up straw like someone's been straightening it with the iron on too hot like oh my god take care of your wigs girl come on but the gown was gorgeous
1: yeah it was lovely it was really really lovely um it's something i would imagine a pop star wearing down a red carpet in america i could see that I was like, oh, it's Rihanna. Oh, wait, no, it's that bitch from this fucking report. It's that one we don't like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, I hate liking you. Uh...
0: <laughs> yes. Why can't you just wear something horrible so that I can can't continue to hate you? Why can't you just
1: wear nothing? Why can't you just be no. like fucking Valentina?
0: Okay? And
1: ruin... I'm Valentina. I'm so full because I've eaten a men's multivitamin.
0: (laughs) Next up, we had Monique Uh. who came out in, uh, this was one of, I think, three girls who had actual, like, wings. (laughs) Yes. It was uh, was okay. I didn't love her skirt. It was, like, see-through with feathers around the bottom. It looked very, like, nightgown to me as opposed to something you would wear on a red carpet or whatever and granted they weren't necessarily they were just told feathers for their theme they weren't given any other kind of direction so you know bedroom wear I guess is fine but for me I just
1: (laughs) pajamas yeah yeah,
0: it did it looked like pajamas to me it looked like a nightgown so I didn't love it but you know she she was I
1: I loved the hair everything else I thought Blair did better yeah the same sort of white gold motif
0: yes i agree Um,
1: but i loved i loved the hair the hair made my voice crack i loved it so much (laughs) oh my goodness
0: then we had mayhem come out she was in a black and pink gown with a very low cut v down to her belly button type style dress i didn't get it i i thought it was okay i didn't like the yeah. back because she it had like a nude illusion back that was way too big it's not for her. even an
1: illusion it was moving like independently of her and was wonky yeah you know? so it's
0: meant to be an illusion but that your kind back of stuff, isn't that bad just, yeah, just exactly exactly so i mean it was a, it was a choice of like that's how the gown was made and that's the one she chose to wear so it was what it was but i didn't i didn't love it she wasn't very strong this week um right up until the lip sync <laughs> but yeah uh then we had dusty come out and dusty i i'm actually confused about dusty and they didn't really they didn't critique her so again this comes down to i'm i wish we got critiques of all the girls but i felt yeah. she had the same problem as yuha later on that they said like her gown and her hair were really dis- disconnected and i felt like um, I can't remember Dusty her outfit same. Dusty I cannot had, remember
1: her outfit
0: She was like totally show girly had like um, a ton of feathers coming off her hips and her shoulders and then she had really weird uh, eyelashes like white eyelashes with red hair and then like I think I can't remember which mm. was which but either her hips were blue and her shoulders were green feathers or vice okay, versa no,
1: I don't I don't so, remember that hell monstrosity you're you're describing. It, it <laughs> oh my wasn't goodness. very
0: attractive. I really didn't like her look. But again, she was she was decently strong. She was in the middle. She wasn't like really she didn't deserve to go home. She wasn't yeah, exactly. She didn't deserve to go home, but she wasn't uh, anywhere near the top. So we just kind of glossed over her this week. Um Cameron, yeah. on the other hand, holy Oh hell, my that goodness. Costume. Wow, oh. just just unbelievable. The only unbelievable. thing Unbelievable. The only thing I didn't like about Cameron was the makeup. She chose to do a uh, A and she 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 carried it all around her face. So I think it was meant more to be feathers, but it totally read beard. A hundred percent. And I was like, you know, You might want to rethink painting a beard on yourself when you're going down the drag race runway. It's kind of like facial hair is right. Like Milk has been in trouble previously for doing facial hair on the runway. Like it, it can be a real big risk kind of right up there with wearing pants on the runway, like just jeans and a polo. (laughs) so i mean Um, like yeah yeah. cameron you're hot you're obviously very creative you have beautiful taste and beautiful clothing and just a beautiful everything that makes me want to lick it master
1: craftsmanship i thought that's what
0: impressed (laughs) me most
1: someone on this show made that yeah you know that looks like in, in like the the fucking broadway interpretation of a disney film evil evil princess you know yes
0: it was very evil disney villain
1: i went i went it's maleficent
0: yeah so yeah i think cameron she was stunning on the runway minus the beard uh then we had monet Uh, and monet again was was kind of mad like she just i i didn't think the dress flattered her figure but again she wasn't really top or bottom so it's fine uh
1: dress dress was fine the gloves i that's stuck out for me like you've done all this glittery stuff and then you just have like red dog Plain shit red gloves, picking up yeah. gloves i'm like okay yeah. you just came out after literally glitter maleficent you know
0: <laughs> step your pussy up
1: kind of <laughs> puts a dampener on things yeah uh
0: then asia came out and she i oh I don't know how this didn't land her in the bottom. Maybe I'm just not really up there with the. Personal taste. I think it's a personal taste thing. It might be that. But she was Tweety Bird. Like, and not even just like covered in yellow feathers. Like, she legit had Tweety Bird eyes over her boobs. And I'm like, I don't get it. And it wasn't like. There wasn't even any shape to it. It looked like a freaking poncho. I don't understand.
1: (laughs) I. Really like the creativity of it with how she did the runway. The way she did the runway sold me on it because I saw it and I was like, Oh, it's it's Looney Tunes Miss Vanji. I see. Um <laughs> But it was it was it was the orange. Well it gloves wasn't even Miss Vanjie because together. she didn't even
0: show any fucking leg. At least Miss Vanjie had yeah. legs. Like Miss <laughs> <Ms. Vanjie. laughs> It was <Ms>. new. <laughs> <laughs> it was tweety bird to the floor and i didn't understand it I, but apparently the judges did so
1: i think it's personal taste mm. and i loved it because my favorite thing about this is creativity and i loved my top two looks this week and in fact the show so far well my my favorite one of the show so far has to be cameron's but my other favorite one was asia's like um tweenie bird thing and i loved how the orange gloves were the shade of a beak so when she put her hands together it looked like a beak and she did the poofy up thing so they could see her eyes and stuff like that but it gave off a sort of looney tunes character i really enjoyed it but i totally get your criticisms of it i totally understand especially considering miss vanji got sent home for given for not showing shake. shape yeah exactly yes. so i, I, totally I thought understand. it was
0: i thought it was a little odd but again i guess i just didn't get it um yuha was next she came out in black feathers with crows she looked like a total eureka ripoff which is such a weird thing to say because i don't feel like eureka has been very strong but she was this week and then asia also had this like super duper red hair which didn't really fit um and then when she got criticized on when all the critiques came out she clapped back at them and basically said, Oh, well, you just don't get it because in Asian culture, blah blah blah. And I'm like, Oh, yeah, that's the story that, thing. that you told about Asian culture doesn't even make sense. You're like, In Asia, the when we die, we become death. crows,
1: yeah, like,
0: um, <laughs> crows mean death in a lot of places, and yeah. also, I Play. don't get the red hair part because that, like, she never explained. How the red hair was the other half of the story? At least we didn't get to see it. Maybe yeah. What the ex- fuck?
1: What the fuck was with the red hair? I didn't I get know. that. But the crow, the crow thing, I really dislike Yuha at this point a lot because of her reluctance to take on not even criticism, just Direction. a suggestion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and her unwillingness to um, mold herself. I believe as well. There's a little. There's a thing on where well presents where Michelle talks to each of the limited queens on the week and Yuha this week is quoted of saying if i had to do it again i would change nothing so she's very stubborn
0: yeah and definitely uh, didn't learn so
1: my, my my least favorite thing was her criticism and she clapped back like you and me interrupt all the time but that's because i'm shit at podcasting <laughs> um but Yuha, when she's there, sitting there taking criticism she interrupted um who's the other guy judge who's always on there carson carson he interrupted carson i'm like you're lucky you interrupted him and not Michelle. Oh, yeah. Because holy shit. Um, I, I don't appreciate that when these people are the people who are basically awarding you with money if they think you're good enough. Yeah. Um, you clap back There's at them. There's a level of respect. But no, yeah, there has to be a level of respect. It's even with Michelle Visage. I, I understand people, <laughs> some people don't really like her. I really like Michelle Visage, like 90% of the times. So I think her criticisms are like what are needed. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, just the... I don't really get your story. Well, in Asia, crows mean death. And I'm like, yeah, well, fucking play Dark Souls. That's not set in Asia and crows are fucking <laughs> everywhere, you know? The yeah. Witcher Free, you go through the battlefields, there and are crows. Later- Game of Thrones, you go through the battlefield, there are crows. It's not a valid point, you, huh?
0: Yeah. And then, you know, <laughs> later, on- <laughs> later on in Untucked, we see her say, oh, and then I kind of explained it and then the judges got it. I'm like, no one got it, you ha. No one got it. Uh, so finally we wrapped up the runway with aquaria and she came out in a a a similar kind of a white feathered gown but she had this whole like shot out of the sky bird idea and this is the kind of creativity that i enjoy where you know you still have a gown that looks a little bit closer to something that's a like runway worthy but then you put a spin on it like she did with the arrows and the eye makeup and i think you know you can show creative while still being high fashion and not be covered in a poncho, so I really liked Aquaria. I thought she was great. I thought she. I, was I did awesome. as well,
1: and also the bleeding, crying eyes really helped for Untuck.
0: Yes, definitely. So when it came to the elimination, we had uh, quite a few safe queens, but our top three were Eureka Blair and Asia, and our bottom three were Cameron, which I was a little bit surprised although i can see because the performance in the main challenge wasn't strong um but i mean you knew who was going to be lip syncing based on the bottom three. it
1: wasn't the thing with cameron for me is it wasn't the worst it wasn't like he didn't fall completely flat he wrote the lines he did a lot of work sure it didn't work very well but it wasn't you know
0: it was more their concept i think than the actually joke. i think the about joke it. would have played if they had like put cameron because even i watching the commercial i didn't understand until they showed back to back cameron and mayhem and how they were supposed to be the same girl i didn't yeah, understand it was that at totally all so it was cut wrong and disjointed and yeah so the the commercial no. didn't really play um and that was their concept that just wasn't very strong but i thought that like once i understood the joke i was like oh okay that's funny yeah i get it
1: yeah I mean, I I was saying, you know, he wasn't the worst, but then when I think about it at the bottom two, you her, mayhem were the worst performance. And then after that I'm like, yeah, Cameron probably, you know, worse after that. I can't really think of anyone else who was
0: I felt that there just were quite disappointing. A, I felt there were quite a few between the two teams that weren't the end of the world team that kind of um that could have filled out that third spot because I that like there were a lot of them this week that I thought weren't didn't perform well in the main challenge. So that third spot Agreed. could have been anyone. <laughs> Um, yeah, but I felt but, it was re- really obvious because Cameron's runway was so strong. Who the bottom were going to be? Because Mayhem and Uha yeah, did not exactly. Have like
1: at the at, at, at end of the day, it didn't matter. And Cameron came out looking like glitter maleficent, and I think that look will be remembered for the history of the show. Yeah. So I wasn't too like upset or worried. Yeah. I like Cameron. I also really like Mayhem, but I felt that her being the bottom two was totally, totally. Fair. it was
0: yeah it was some, extremely it needed fair needed to happen this week it was it was very just yeah. it, it was yeah. justice shall we
1: say. yeah uh, so um,
0: once we actually got into the lip sync i thought it was incredible like head and shoulders above yuha was mayhem she did such mm. a good job she even like oh yeah because i mean and you've got down in the notes that you hate when they get out of drag for the lip sync and i agree i hate when they change or you know get out of their drag or take off their wigs like i understand leaving it all on the floor but that doesn't literally mean take your costume off like you should be a performer part of your performance is whatever you're wearing as your drag so you know incorporate it don't break it um
1: yeah so yuha gets out of it to help her with the, the her show right that's why they do it they use it so they don't have these their 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 outfits get in the way of their performance but to me the outfits are you it's like the entire point of drag is spoilers they're not women they're they're dudes yeah you know sorry to break it to you <laughs> um but you know keeping the drag outfit on the the drag the costumes are what makes the character and removing that i no longer see it as a drag queen i just saw you ha as some dude in a leotard just doing rock
0: air guitar, guitar. strings yeah, yes. why? Why? Come on. You could do better than that. And I think the way you do better than that is you be like Mayhem. Like she literally at the point in the song where Courtney Love is singing, you want a <laughs> part of me, she's pulling apart her dress. And I think that's the way that you do it. If you it's want incredibly to, symbolic. It was so symbolic. And you could see like just the the conviction in the words that she was singing. It was so well done. It was artistic. It was just great. It was then- Sasha
1: Velour style. Mm. And I really liked it. You know, Sasha Velour never was in bottom two, ever. Consistently yeah. did really well and up winning in the competition. And she completely floored everyone because her lip sync was a performance that involved her, her personality, the decor she had brought to the stage. It wasn't just a dancing
0: yes exactly <laughs> so, dancing
1: is important don't yes. get me wrong the dancing is very important but you know like i'm here but it's to not watch always about dancing that's one to, yeah
0: that's one thing about a lot of the lip syncs is that they aren't always just dance poppy easy to move to songs and this was a case of that where like you needed to be a little bit more creative in order to put on a performance so i thought mayhem did a very very good job so we had yes. yuhas at I was home happy with her. yeah i think well deserved so no more you
1: bye 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 you clapbacker bye <laughs> oh i'm glad i'm glad she's gone
0: me too me i too.
1: trade i trade her in for cameron oh, not cameron sorry uh fucking eat lots of carbs carbassian yeah <laughs> I'll probably trade her in for that now. She was she annoyed me to no end this episode.
0: Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm glad she's gone. Self. I'm looking forward to next week. I think it's gonna be great. We also had an episode of Untucked this week that got a little intense because of something that had happened earlier on in the main it episode. It was
1: so juicy.
0: <laughs> so it Aquaria- was incredibly
1: succulent. <laughs>
0: Aquaria and Vixen got into it because Aquaria called Vixen out for not using her own wig as her best drag and borrowing from someone else. And it was really interesting. I liked Ms. Cracker's comments where she was basically saying like, look, you guys both like to start shit. You're
1: both okay. terrible. Yeah. Stop it.
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, I think yeah. that she was, Miss Cracker was really on point. And by the time the, um, the top and bottom queens got back, stage i had had enough of vixen she was walking all over everyone and there was no need for that
1: she just needs to fuck right off yeah i loved getting more backstory on aquaria because aquaria to me does seem like a little bit of like um like a high school cheerleader type Mm. in american movies where like she's Oh, it's just, yeah, so pretty. And then in the background, she's, like, shitting people behind she's the grandstand. She's a total
0: bitch. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And the the so, thing is, like, we've seen her Yeah, now, with Cameron. We've seen her now, Aquaria, go after and cause drama with Cracker. We've seen her go after Vixen. Like, Aquaria is not innocent. She's not nice. Like, this is not a person that you're necessarily going to root for now. And I don't think you should because she's she has... As bad, like a different problem, but as bad a problem as Vixen does, I think.
1: Yeah, no, they both they they both want to start shit, and they go about it in very different ways. Yes, they have very different tactics, and I want them both killed.
0: <laughs> That's a little <laughs> bit much. Um,
1: eliminated. I said eliminated. Edit yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But yeah, so uh, we did we did see a little bit more about their conversation. And I thought that Vixen, as much as I hate her, brought up a really good point about the race issue and saying like the way that this is going to be cut and perceived is going to be that I am the angry black girl who is scaring the little white girl. And, you know, that's. That's not okay because that's the narrative that you're creating, because the thing that Aquaria did is when she realized she was losing the argument, and she was arguing against someone who was very aggressive, and she couldn't quite get her point across because she's not used to being challenged that much. She's used to people just bowing to her I, and listening. I think but she just she started crying.
1: At, she has a go at people online, eh? She doesn't do this in real life.
0: Mm, that she, that she, could she's, be it too.
1: She she's a twitter hoe i yeah, believe she's a and very, she probably like, attacks people online
0: she probably yeah. goes behind people's backs quite often put I... some kind of barrier between her and the person she's going after so then when you you know are face to face with people it's a lot hard emotions get higher faster and it's a lot harder to get your point across and to also just like engage with someone when they're right in your face so I think that Aquaria just relied on the sympathy card and no one was having it. And that because she like retreated back and started crying, I think Vixen was totally right. Like the angry black person, regardless, like, you know, sex, movies, TV, whatever, it doesn't matter. The angry black person is a trope. So to see that, like to see Aquaria rely on that to make Vixen look like the bad guy, they're both bad guys in this situation. Like, i have no sympathy for aquaria whatsoever um that being said like vixen's still a bitch and oh the they're way both she,
1: terrible yeah the way she they're treated cracker
0: wasn't right at all so no. i mean there is you know the, yes the angry black person is a trope and yes i think aquaria was exploiting that and that is not right but vixen also needs to just kind of relax a little bit and not be so angry and aggressive to everyone all the time. I understand that that's your personality, but I think the other girls, because there was at least three of them over the course of this episode and over the course of Untucked, who said you don't have to attack all the time. You can be the bigger person. And you could still be who you are and a better version of you by being the bigger person. So I think Vixen needs to take some of that criticism and she won't grow. I know she won't, but... I would have a lot more respect Um, for her. And that's why she won't win. Yes, you're right. On my bucket list. (laughs) If you don't have the ability to take people's criticisms and if you don't understand the way people react to you, you're right. You're not going to win the America's Next Drag Superstar competition because it's all about being humble. It's all about, you know, projecting a positive image of yourself and RuPaul and drag and Vixen just doesn't do that. So if that's the yeah. if that's what she's going to hang her hat on and say, this is who I am and this is my personality, fine. But that means you're not going to be the next drag superstar. And yeah, I don't think is... anyone's going to be upset about that except you. So you don't want to grow as a person? Fine. Don't grow as a person. Just get the fuck out.
1: Yeah, so for me, I'm very fortunate to live in a very small country that's like ridiculously culturally diverse. Like we're a Pacifica country here in New Zealand. You've got people from all over the place and a lot of like Pacific Islanders. You know so the whole race thing for me when it got picked up i don't live in a country where like that's really an issue at all even if you are a little bit racist and you'd like to only work with people of of one shade of skin tone it ain't gonna happen because there's not enough people so you know (laughs) you kind of get over
0: your race issues real quickly (laughs) well it just
1: doesn't matter and there's so few of us that like you that you can't put people you can't put a, a generic group of people in a box I live in a city with about like fifty-five thousand people, and it's the eighth largest city in my nation.
0: <laughs> seventh,
1: seventh largest city in my nation. That's tiny. Yeah, that's tiny. You know, we've we we've almost reached five million population in the country. Wow. It's tiny. There's I've lived like 5 in, million, million in people cities. in the city
0: down the road from me. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Right. So just, just imagine that. And we're spread out on quite a large landmass mm-hmm. for how few of us there are. So, yeah, when, when it first came out, it came out of a less side for me. I didn't get it at all. And then later on, when they talked about it a bit more, I totally get it. I understand the criticism there for um, Aquaria because she is sort of... You know, using raw emotions or trying to use what we always feel pitiful, which is someone crying
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, for that kind of stuff. Anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, the other thing that well, you've you, you talked enough about that, um, Cracker going crazy at her, like slamming the drink down was great.
0: Yeah. And,
1: um, and she still couldn't
0: get her point across, which I thought was yeah. very telling.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, top for me, Cracker and Asia are now my two top favorites mm. in the show. And at the end of Untucked, I loved the best friend alliance happening between Mayim and Cameron. I liked that how they were talking, but yeah, Cameron might be super dirty now. <laughs> Who knows? I know,
0: and that's kind of the vibe I got. Is like, I mean, and I think that she's playing it very straight and narrow, and I respect that, and I hope that that's the way it plays out. But I mean, the person who's watched like thirteen seasons of RuPaul now, when you count all the All Stars. Um, yeah, I'm totally expecting it like three or four weeks down the road for Cameron to just play super dirty and have this whole thing blow up in her face because yeah, drama. Yeah. It's RuPaul's Drag Race. There's gonna be drama, so I look forward to seeing where all of this goes. Uh, Untucked was was really good this week. I I enjoyed it a lot, and I think they did it talk was about zesty. a lot of zesty, inc- yeah, things that needed to be talked about. So if you're not watching Untucked, you're not getting the whole story. Uh, (laughs) I think that's pretty much going to do it for us this week Uh, Gotti where can folks find you online
1: um you can find me on my twitter at Gaudi underscore fatigue Um, still haven't changed today nah I'm too lazy (laughs) Uh, you can find me on twitch I'm playing a lot of heroes at the moment at Gottilicious on twitch.tv and I have a youtube channel uh I can't remember what that's called but I upload the vods there and there's some old wow shit Jocelyn where can folks find you
0: (laughs) You can find me on Twitter and Twitch. I'm at JossPlays. You can also find links to everything that I do over at JossPlays.com. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you next week.
1: Alpha Zane. Come Put the in your Head let your home.